how to begin. Perhaps with hello. Hello, St. Paul's. Friends of St. Paul's and Bishop Stephen. I sense that I somehow know you, and that is perhaps because I know your new rector, Father Warren Bradley Tobin, and have prayed with him and with you on this journey that brings us here tonight. I know Brad, and to know Brad is to be known. First, let me extend greetings and prayers from the Diocese of Oregon and our Bishop Michael Hanley. From St. Mary's Eugene, Father Brad's former parish, and from Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. It was the Trinity community that sponsored Brad for ordination. To know and be known. I am blessed to know Father Brad, who is about to become the 23rd rector of St. Paul's Church. I am honored and humbled by the invitation to participate in this celebration of new ministry. Now this evening, I'd like to share with you three things I know about your new rector and what it might mean for the community of St. Paul's and just where God might be calling you. So I will tell you a story about a broken heart, a welcome fire, and a shared meal. It sounds a bit like a gospel narrative, doesn't it? But this story begins with Father Brad a man who has risked having his heart broke wide open and yet continues to choose to live with humility and confidence in the healing light of God's love. Born on Valentine's Day, Brad does not yet know his biological father or mother or the circumstance of his birth. And yet, at the very beginning of his life, he experienced what it means to have God reach down and take his hand while his broken heart went on beating. He was soon adopted by Paul and Mary Tobin. His was a secure and happy childhood shared with his brother Kurt, who is here this evening. And the family narrative 
includes his adopted older brother, Michael, whose brokenness, alienation, and misdeeds separated him from the family. Brad has already shared with you his painful decision to leave the Roman Catholic Church to risk again the heartbreak of loss. Called to the priesthood as a very young man, his ordination did not occur for some 25 years. While in exile from the church he loved, he religiously continued to light the Paschal fire on Holy Saturday. It is my experience, and some of you have told me it is your experience, that Brad's heart, broken wide open, is at the very center of his pastoral presence. He knows, and we are known by him in our grief and brokenness fear, and darkness. And he knows this also in our delight. Darkness and so fire. Brad loves fire. The family home did not have a fireplace. So Brad used cardboard boxes and built one complete with paper flames. He spent his allowance on red votives to create the light he was drawn to. Most surely, the light that burned in the heart of that little boy. And his parents? His parents allowed that cardboard fireplace to permanently remain in the living room. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that an expression of Paul and Mary's unconditional love. Yes, his Milwaukee home has a fireplace. From his collection of antique cast iron fireplaces, he's placed two more upstairs. Three others are, st are stored in the garage just in case. A new candle has been installed in your sacristy as a way to light and sanctify that preparation space. And watch for the Easter Vigil. There will be fire. Home and hearth and a shared meal. Life made sacramental in the breaking of the bread. It is not surprising that the most inviting room in Brad's home is the dining room. Come to the table. It is in the hospitality of candlelight, a properly set table, an intentionally prepared meal, and shared conversation that we know Father Brad 
and are known by him. It is a delicious and tasty experience of abiding love, even as the dishes are washed by hand, dried, and put away. That is just the beginning of the story. Scripture is the story of God's relationship with us and our relationship with each other. In our readings tonight, God reaches down and takes us by the hand. Psalm 46 asks us to be still. To be still and know that God is ever-present and we are known by God. We are reminded by St. Paul that love is the still most excellent way. And Jesus commands us to love one another. We are to abide in love. And that brings us to the middle of the story. With hearts broken, wide open, a fire to light the way, and a shared meal, what happens next? St. Paul's mission, St. Paul's mission for worship and spiritual formation, for relationships and hospitality, for outreach and diversity will propel the storyline. How? John's Gospel tells us If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. That is the story. The wishes and words of your mission values for St. Paul's Church are made real in your shared language, and those words abide with you. So gather at the table in worship, deepen your spiritual formation with prayer and practice and study. Continue to reach out with radical, inclusive hospitality the hospitality that St. Benedict invites us to, to see Christ in the face of the other and let the Christ in us be known. That is abiding love. Father Brad will invite you to risk in order to realize your mission. Be known. Let St. Paul's light shimmer 
and blaze in Milwaukee. And in the broken, violent world that needs your love. As we ponder and pray and discern our response to what we now call Las Vegas, it will break our hearts wide open. Return to the table, welcoming others to share the meal. I am confident that God and the people of St. Paul's will write the next chapter. Let it be good news. Let it be a very good story. I will close with Thomas Merton's final prayer. Offered as the gathering in Bangkok left for lunch, he would die unexpectedly that afternoon. It is a prayer for these days. Thomas Merton reminds us that love overcomes. Overcomes Las Vegas, overcomes violence and loss. His prayer abides with me. May it abide with the good people of St. Paul's. O oh God, we are one with you. You have taught us that if we are open with one another, you dwell in us. Help us to preserve that openness. O oh God, in accepting one another wholeheartedly, fully, completely, we accept you and we thank you and we adore you and we love you with our whole being because our being is in your being. Fill us then with love and let us be bound together with love as we go our diverse ways, united in this one spirit which makes you present in the world and which makes your witness to the ultimate reality that is love. Love has overcome. Love is victorious. Amen.